It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. The day after might feel worse. Let's get into it. You are Locked On Bengals, your daily Cincinnati Bengals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What up, Bengals fans, and welcome into another edition of the Locked On Bengals podcast. I'm James Rapine. He is Jake Lisko. And, well, admittedly, we're both um, going to we're going to be your therapy. All right. For the next 15 to 20 minutes here on Locked On Bengals. So thank you for making us your first listen. Jake is in the airport. So if you're watching on YouTube, he's got to wear the mask and, and, and all that. There's going to be people around him. There'll be some background noise. Uh, I'm still in Los Angeles, so I'm recording this outside. So at least there's weather good weather here uh, where I can do that. But um, Jake, it's uh, it's brutal. I think to answer my question for the uh, YouTube audience, I think today it feels worse because it's uh, you've had more time to process it and process just how damn close they were. And there were so many moments in that game. And if they go differently, one of them, the Logan Wilson penalty, the Tyler Boyd drop, the, the third and one. I know there were questions about the, where the ball was spotted. I know some thought that uh, th- that, uh, that the Rams lined up in the neutrals. Like all of these things. And for this ride, right, this playoff ride that they have been on, one of those things has gone their way, right? Against the Chiefs, it went their way. Uh, to, to win the AFC uh, North. Against the, the Raiders, it went their way. And it just felt like it was going to end the way all these other games have ended. And uh, instead, we're, uh, we're here. It wasn't a dream. And uh, the Bengals lose in the Super Bowl. Yeah, we've been saying it wasn't a dream in a different way lately. Yeah. yeah. This time, it, it wasn't a nightmare. It was real. You're right. If, if one thing goes differently, the short hop ball to Jamar Chase on the third and 13 is another one. Yep. You know, th- there, there's so many little things. And that just shows you how the NFL is, right? It, it's these these tiny margins of victory the Bengals have been riding that line this year and people are you know people are taking victory laps and all this stuff but I, I don't see it that way man like the, the Bengals were dogs in this game and they they almost won the game they had the ball going down the field to win the game Samaj P. Ryan did get that first down I, I can't believe like I didn't see this in the stadium I saw I saw the replay on Twitter and and I can't believe that play wasn't reviewed the, and that's the thing is, is when you're in the stadium and we've talked about this, I, I don't know about on the show, but when you're in the stadium, sometimes your perspective is much different than when you can see the broadcast copy of things, right? Like the Logan Wilson penalty in real time. I wasn't sure, but then you go back and you see it and you're like, oh my God, really? You know, like that's insane. And the same thing goes with the the spot of the ball and the play that really it just felt like a throwaway play where looking back, I wish they would have just caught a timeout after the pass to chase. He gets out of bounds. Then the pass to Boyd and they hurry up to the line. And I think they snap it with about 48 seconds, something like that. And I might be wrong. It might've been more, but he throws it to chase deep 
and it's just it's almost a throwaway. I mean, there's no chance he throws it six rows back. back it felt like it, it was into the bench, and it's like, well, damn, like that. L- looking back, because then it's third and one. You have the P Ryan play, and then fourth and one, and we know what happened. So that play is going to get lost in it, but it it really felt like a lost play, and and that's another one that comes to mind when when reflecting. Yeah, there are some narrow misses on deep balls, right? Like that one's just thrown away. But even the fourth down play, Jay Morrison tweets, Jalen Ramsey's falling down. Jamar Chase is behind Jalen Ramsey on that play. If Joe Burrow is protected on that play, if Quentin Spain doesn't start inside and just get beat, like he didn't finish his drop before Aaron Donald beat him on the outside. And he could have hit Jamar Chase to win the game. Yep, and that... uh... So this is the unique perspective we can we can give uh, from the angle. After Burrow threw it, ball balls down, Rams start celebrating. Jamar Chase, and he's been pretty composed this year. His helmet might be in eight pieces. He took that thing and just slammed it as hard. And I don't blame him, right? Especially because he's that wide open, streaking down the field for what would have been, you know what I'm saying? So it's uh it's wild. And it, it's also why. Because I asked Zach this after the game. I was like, what were you looking for on that fourth down play? And he just kind of dodged it. I bet he knew. I bet he saw Jamar. I bet, you know. And so you're literally talking about that close to even after everything, even after uh, Cooper Cup scores, even after uh, the penalties go against them, all of these things, even after seven sacks. And it it feels like everything's – they're right there. And this Joe Burrow to Jamar Chase connection is literally a half second, a second from changing Super Bowl history. And and that gives you some hope, right? And we're, we're saying we're therapy today. I think that's where the hope comes from, is that despite these things that we can point to in the fourth quarter, at the end of the game that goes so haywire, they were that close. Despite Samaj P. Ryan probably having the first down, not getting the call. Aaron Donald in the neutral zone. You know, the, the holding penalty, the, the sequence of penalties on the Rams touchdown drive. They were there. They were that close, and and so, to me, that does inspire some hope for the future, right? This is, it's hard to get back to the Super Bowl, it is, but this is not necessarily a one and done deal. There is a core here. We talked yesterday a lot about how I don't think they can run the offense they want to run, and there are some clear things to fix. But the core is there, and I don't think you can dismiss this run as a fluke. Oh, certainly not. And and we can we can talk about that. We can go there next uh, about the run a little bit, a little reflection as part of the therapy. But first, I have to tell you about Bet Online because football season might be over, but basketball is full steam ahead for both pro and college hoops. So maybe it's my guy Steph Curry and the Golden State Warriors, or maybe you like the Phoenix Suns or someone in between. Either way, you need to get to to Bet Online right now. They're the best spot for all of your wagering all of the scores you're looking for and it's not just basketball betonline.net has you hockey boxing ufc and so much more including i can't believe i'm mentioning this super bowl 57 odds at betonline.net right now so head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action bet online where the game starts is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements maybe it's time for a rebuild or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the lombardi trophy either way join keith sanchez and damian parson for mock draft monday on the locked on nfl draft podcast 
They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And let's go there next, Jake. Um, what a, f- a bleep and run. Like, so much fun. Like, it, when we were hosting our meetup uh, against the Jags, right, way back in week four, and uh, all, all of our loyal listeners that came out and supported the show and stuff, it was awesome, right? And they ended up winning that game. But if I would have told you then that – and I know, I get three and one, right? But if I would have told you then that they're going to win the division, I think maybe – but not only did they win the division, not only did they win the first playoff game in 31 years, not only did they win their first and second road playoff games in franchise history, they did it all this season. And so like when you take a step back, which is part of what we probably need to do during this therapy session, it's like, wow, what a wild run. That was a ton of fun. I mean, we, it's, uh, it's crazy to think about. And um, yeah, you, you can obviously drive yourself crazy. And I have really since the game ended looking at ways it could have been different at the same time, what happened happened and everything leading up to that. There's a reason why you kind of expected them to pull it out because of all the fun and all the things they were doing in those past weeks during this magical run. And, and I saw when I was in the tailgate, I don't remember which talking head it was. Skip Bayless, Steven, I don't know. One of those guys had a 33-13 Rams score prediction. And I'm sitting here thinking like, man, have you watched these playoffs? The Rams have been in close games. The Bengals have been in close games. And we had a close Super Bowl. It came down to a last drive for the Rams and a last drive for the Bengals. And it had the feel of last quarterback to have the ball wins. And, you know, the Bengals were really close to that. But you're right, James. I mean, that, that week four game... At halftime of that week four game, I'm thinking, like, man, do we have to talk about firing Zach Taylor again? And I know there's some listeners out there that want us to have that conversation. It's not happening. Uh, the Bengals are not firing Zach Taylor. They're going to extend all their coaches. Yep. But the, the the overachievement of this team is special. And, and I think that that's worth, as you said, James, it's, it's worth shouting out. It's worth acknowledging. It's worth praising because this is a team that that couldn't run an offense Mm -hmm. that was severely limited that didn't on offense it didn't have really a a great pass rush to go with trey hendrickson and that showed up yesterday these Mm -hmm. things can show up and and when they do show up they can lose you games And, and that's the razor thin margin of the nfl but the fact that this team with those flaws, with the Eli Apple time bomb that, that unfortunately went off in the in the Super Bowl, right? They they, they made this this close. Mm-hmm. It is remarkable and tells you about you know what Lou Anarumo accomplished, what the what the other defensive players accomplished, the home runs they hit on that side of the ball, the the, the tight knit nature of the locker room, and and the quarterback they have, and and their number one pick they have in Jamar Chase. These things are all just remarkable accomplishments for this team. And I think it is worth praising that. And, and it occurs to me, James, reflecting on the, the in-person media day on Friday, the defensive players I talked really the whole team, I only talked to one offensive player, which was D. Higgins. But the defensive players I talked to were so confident, so comfortable. 
and and really spoke so glowingly of their teammates. Mm-hmm. That's also really special. Yeah, that's rare. And it's hard to capture that, right? That's one of those things, you know, hopefully they can keep that bottled up and uh, and use that and keep that as, you know, a, a part of this culture, a part of uh, what, you know, the fibers that make up this team. But it's hard. It's hard to do that and have that, man. I've covered a lot of teams and not just NFL, right? You know, baseball, NBA. It's hard to have that type of closeness. And it was unique. And, and you felt it. You're right. You felt it in person, obviously, but that's one of the rare in-person interview times and news conferences we've had in a while. And you can feel it in the Zooms. And that's, that's to me, um, pretty tough to do. And, and uh, so I, I do think this, and Joe Burrow, um, as always, uh, continues to handle everything beyond his years. Like he's 25. I get it. He's old for a second-year quarterback, whatever you want to say. That dude handles it like he's 35. And he's like, yeah, I watched the, the Kurt Warner, It's a Football Life. And uh, he said that they didn't re- um, celebrate enough after one of their losses. And I would imagine it was the, the Rams' loss to the Patriots in the Super Bowl. Um, I need to watch Kurt Warner, Football Life. Either way, um, Warner said that, and Burrow's like, I'm going to make sure we celebrate this team. And that's – you want to keep talk about keeping that culture – that's a, a huge part of it. So, um, you know, we have plenty of time to talk about the future, but I agree with you. It's been uh, – it was a really, really fun season. It was really cool to, to see all the uh, Bengals fans get as, as excited as they were. I mean, every city it seemed like. There was more and more – I think there were more Bengals fans than, than Rams fans at the Super Bowl in Los Angeles. I think about that, especially with the way ticket prices were and – you know, uh, this little Midwestern town, and I say that tongue in cheek, but little Midwestern town shows up and shows out. Right. And, and people that are, are fans of the Bengals. So um, a lot to be excited about. And, uh, yeah, that quarterback and that wide receiver combo, that's a, a big reason why. Yeah, I, I think that that does really matter. I I mean, I shouldn't go here, but really quick, like I, I just had this thought that, you know, hopefully that that bond that they have and Joe Burrow's leadership and and his reference to that football life thing, like that direction could be enough to keep the core together, to keep the culture strong. Cause it's hard to bounce back from a Superman. Think about how you're feeling right now. Not you, James, but you, the listener, think about how you're feeling right now. And then magnify that by what? 10,000, a million, whatever number you want to pick. That's how these these coaches and players are feeling. And, you know, <laughs> when I tweeted that we put our show out last night, some of you said, not going to listen. If you tweeted me that, you're not listening today either. And, and people just need a break, right? People need space. And I get that. But it, it does seem like there's something special there and the culture that Zach Taylor has built for all the flack he takes as a play caller, decision-making, whatever problems you have with him, that culture is real. And, and the leadership of Joe Burrow is real. The way these guys talk about Joe Burrow is real. And I think the Joe Burrow effect on free agency should be real too. Yeah, you, you would certainly hope so. And, and that's um, something we will dive into, obviously. And, and look, I get some of you aren't going to be able to listen. At the same time, we can also be your therapy free therapy five days a week. So 
uh, maybe it'll it'll help you get past this because a lot of you, me too, haven't gone through this because you're 31 or you're 30 or you're 25 or you're 20 and you, you don't know how to. So let's uh, let's get through it together. Um, but, uh, you know, you want more of a reliable offensive line. We'll talk about that at some point. But you know what else you want? Reliable transportation, Jake. And rockauto.com can help you get that. This episode brought to you by Rock Auto. And it's the place that you can go to get any car part you're looking for anytime shipped directly to you. So you don't have to go to the big box store and mask up if you're in California or uh, deal with, you know, Eugene trying to look up what part. No, no, no. You can do it all from the comfort of your own home and you're going to save money while you do it. Why spend 30, 50, even 100% more for the same parts when you can get quality parts at rockauto.com. Go there right now, rockauto.com. See all the parts available for your car, truck. Be sure to write locked on in there. How did you hear about us, box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jake, it's uh, it's wild, man. I mean, there's going to be so many moments in that game that, uh, that we look back on um, in, in so many moments from the season that, uh, that, that I think we look back on. Um, but, uh, uh, I I don't know. I I don't know if there's a a number, like a one, like the moment game wise, because Cooper cup scored twice, right? You had the penalty that nullified that one, but so it's not that, is it the penalty for you? Is it the Wilson flag? Is it the, uh, the, the burrow drop to, or, or the burrow miss to, to chase? Is it Boyd's drop? What, if there was one play? Which one is is getting you the most? Me, I would probably say ah, the Wilson penalty stuff. The Wilson penalty stuff. But the the one that's more surprising to me is the boy drop because it just doesn't happen. This, this dude's yeah. hands, uh, like he doesn't drop a ball in practice ever. So that's probably the one, and that's my guy. Like Tyler, I, you know, I've I've known him since he got into the league. Uh, I used to lean on him a lot when locker rooms were open and I needed audio because I knew he would chat with me, and so. Uh, no, I, I'm not trying to be like overly critical. He's Mr. Reliable, literally. But my God, you want to talk about most surprising? I think that's probably it. Yeah, if it's most surprising, like Burrow missing placement on a few throws is like shocking to me. He hasn't done that this year. And his accuracy in this game was weirdly just not where it usually is. But yeah, the boy, the boy drop was shocking. But the play that stuck with me the most... And I haven't rewatched the game yet, so my answer might change on this when I, some sometime, you know, <laughs> get around to doing that. And that's going to be a painful experience itself. But it's it's a Logan Wilson thing, man. Like that's fourth and fourth and goal from the eight for the game for the Super Bowl, and and the refs suddenly <laughs> throw a flag that they haven't thrown the whole game, and it's not even a penalty. And yeah. I'm not blaming the refs. Like we talked about this a lot yesterday. Like the Bengals offense didn't do anything in the second half. And so, like, if I have to pick a play that changed the game the most, I think it's mm-hmm. that one. 
Yeah. Um, just because of the, the, the moment it was in, like maybe the Rams score anyway on fourth and eight, right? They missed a touchdown. Stafford overthrew, who was a Van Jefferson in, in the back of the end zone on that first down. Like that yep. should have been a touchdown. It was just a terrible throw. Um, but, but that play just, just set off well, a spiral. It set off and, a and terrible thing, downward spiral. Yeah. And the thing is, is they didn't have Odell in the red zone. That's where he's been so valuable. And sorry, oh, oh, by the way, to Odell, the feeling out for him, I mean, feel the condolences, whatever you want to say. He, uh, he did suffer a torn ACL. That was confirmed on Monday. So, uh, but they didn't have him. And so, like, fourth and eight, you take your chances, right? You try to bracket cup if you can and, and, Lockdown Van Jefferson. Um, the other thing, though, um, wh- why is Eli Apple on cup? Just I, I, I never want that matchup ever, ever in my life with the year. The, think about that. Like, that's insane. And I, I get it. You know, Eli Apple's been OK. And no, he's never, ever in his life should be on Cooper Cup. One, never in his life. Never. And he was in the biggest game, in the biggest moment, on the biggest stage. Ugh. A couple times. Too. I, I think he gave. I think he gave up both touchdowns. And, he did. And like, you know, Eli's Eli. Like he he came in and and he did a good job for the most part. But you're right. Like, Cheeto was following Cooper Cup into the slot at times, but for whatever reason, you know, on this red zone play, they choose not. Like, yeah, I, I don't know about that one. Yeah. Especially with the so, way they're split. Like that looks like a goal line fade pre snap, and then it's a goal line fade, and, and you know. I, I, I get you can't call your timeouts on a stop clock, but, you know, in that spot, and it's a tough spot because they kept giving the Rams first downs. Uh, but, you know, you probably want to get your best on their best. Yeah. So that's another one. That's like the Mixon not getting the ball third and one. feel the same way about Eli Apple. Even though P. Ryan got the first down. I, hey, I, I'm not saying. I, just, I agree with you. I'm just. You want to roll with your best. Like, yeah. I and firmly believe you. Like that looks clear as day to me on on the angle that I saw. Yeah, and, and then that—that's the tough part too—is that they didn't take another look at it, and you certainly want to in, in that situation. Get it right. Yep. Yeah. All right. Well, that's uh, that's your therapy session for today, Bengals fans. Make sure you make us your first listen. I know it's tough. I know it's hard right now. We will get into the off season. We're going to get a couple guests in this week. We just got to make our travels back. And, uh, and get things ironed out here post-Super Bowl. So for Jake Lisko, I'm James Rapine signing off for now. Do you want to take us out? Nah, it's all right. It's all right. We'll, we'll do it. It's all right. It's okay. Thank you so much for listening to the Locked On Bengals podcast. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. 
Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.